Hi, this is your host Corbin, your guide for John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. Before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to 2018 to remember the top movies released that year. They were Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Black Panther, Black Klansman, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Incredibles 2, Deadpool 2, Green Book, Solo A Star Wars Story, Aquaman, Bird Box, which we will be reviewing next week, Venom, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Crazy Rich Asians. From that year, we have reviewed Avengers Affinity War, Hereditary, Isle of Dogs, 8th Grade, Ready Player One, Sorry to Bother You, First Man, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Halloween, Upgrade, and Won't You Be My Neighbor. All of those reviews are in the description below. At the 90th Oscars, Best Picture went to The Shape of Water. If you would like to reminisce more about the films of 2018, then head over to letterbox.com. Childhood friends Brian Woods and Scott Beck first conceived the idea for this film while they were roommates in college. They wrote a minuscule 67-page script and hoped it would get an indie adaption. Little did they realize it would get passed around by some big filmmakers, including Michael Bay coming on as producer. Eventually, it made its way into the hands of John Krasinski, whom they wanted to play the main character Lee. He had just signed on to be the lead star in the Amazon original series, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. He worried about delving into this method role since he'd never really done it before, but he faced his fears and told the producers, I just don't want to act, I want to produce, write, and direct. He gave his pitch to Paramount, which clearly went very well. Funny enough, Woods and Beck always envisioned Emily Blunt as playing the wife, but they knew they would never get such a big star. Well, Good thing she's married to Krasinski. While she was shooting Mary Poppins Returns, both of them were on a plane and she asked her husband if she could read the script. Once she put it down, almost with tears in her eyes, she told him, I need to play this part. Krasinski was relieved because he had been pondering how to approach her about it since they had never before acted on screen together. From there, he handpicked the remaining actors without holding auditions, and the film went on to be a phenomenon for 2018. Little did anyone realize, but this low-budget film would score an Academy Award nomination. At the 91st Academy Awards, in the sound editing category, it went up against Black Panther, First Man, Roma, but ultimately lost to Bohemian Rhapsody. As far as scores and box office go, this film holds a very, very respectable 3.7 on Letterboxd. Don't see too many of those. Especially for modern films, I should say. IMDb rating of 7.5, which is pretty high. A generally positive Metascore of 82, which is pretty significant. A 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, as you can see, loved this film in the strong majority. With 82% of audience approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Plus a B-plus on CinemaScore, which is kind of the odd man out, considering all the other scores are much higher positive than a B-plus. Audiences still thought it was good, they just didn't think it was great. The film had a $17 million budget, but that didn't stop it from opening number one at the box office, grossing $50.2 million. In second place was Ready Player One, which was knocked out of its first place spot. It was also in its second week. That was Steven Spielberg's big extravaganza movie from the 80s. Um, Blockers came in at number three. That was opening as well. Black Panther came in at number four. 
And it was in its eighth week, so it had been doing very well. And then Acrimony came in at number five, and that was actually knocked from second place last week. Also opening that weekend was Chappaquiddick, which is kind of an underrated forgotten film that I don't think a lot of people saw. It only grossed $5 million. Definitely check that one out. And The Miracle Season also opened at ele- in 11th place. Um, just to note, it looked like Grease was actually re-released, uh, interestingly enough. In its second week, it was knocked to second place. What dethroned it? Well, Rampage, believe it or not, beat this movie out by about $2.5 million, so it was very close. Truth or Dare also opened up at number three. That movie's hilarious. Watch with friends. Check it out. Surprisingly enough, in its third week, A Quiet Place jumped back up to number one. It beat out Rampage, and it also beat out I Feel Pretty, Super Troopers 2. Yeah, it's no surprise that it did beat out those films, but for its fourth week, it all jumped back down to number two, and then in its fifth week, it was number three, and then it just went down from there. It did open in 3,508 theaters, and ultimately was in 3,808 theaters for 38 weeks. Domestically, it grossed a very impressive $188 million. In the foreign markets, $152.9 million for a worldwide total of $340.9 million. For a $17 million budget, this movie was huge. This movie was massive at the box office. Thank you listeners for coming along with me as I have been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you have your guide to A Quiet Place, make sure to subscribe to the podcast for Alan and I's full review coming next Monday. And tune in the week after as we close our eyes for Bird Box. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.